we know it's almost Purim, and I feel that it's extremely important that we, as a tzibur, try to make some preparation for Purim. Purim is one of the holiest days of the year, as we know that it's brought down from Arizal, from Kabbalah, Purim Kippurim. That Purim is like Yom Kippur. Some say that Yom Kippur is less than Purim. Purim Kippurim. That means Yom Kippur is like Purim. Purim is even bigger. So if it's one of the holiest days of the year, where one can gain tremendously from it, like Rabbi Rucham writes, that one can gain from Mishloch Manot even more than what he gains from the Elon Yom Kippur. Or at least he says you could feel it. Such a massive, unbelievable day, which unfortunately by many is not, you're not gaining from the day as much as possible. It becomes a day of running around, bringing Mishloch Manot, and then you're having a party, and it's unbelievable, but there's a big work, there's a big avoider. Purim is a massive, massive avoider. And then there's Mechia Samolik that comes before, and there's Tainas Esther, and there's Purim. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I feel like for B'nai Torah, it's very important for B'nai Torah to really go into the Sugyot and prepare themselves. But I also understand that it's very difficult to do that. Because as it is, you have Sedarim. You have to learn the Sugyas. You can't stop learning the Sugyas. You have Kedushin, you have whatever you're learning, Second Seder, Ninth Seder, each, each Avrech, each Bocha, whatever they're doing. Tremendous amount of work. And to begin a sugya as profound and as deep and as all-encompassing that, 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 that Purim is, how much is included in it and how big it is, it's very hard for a person to be able to actually sit down and start to make a preparation. So for that, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to try to do two things. Number one, if you see over here, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, something to work on, but I actually wrote it for you. Like a step sheet, like you have in the shit. The reason for that is, is because you should go it over, and you can look up the Marmachimus and expound on it and build your own sugya off it, but it gives you some direction to grow. That's number one. I don't know how often I'll do it for you, but I'll do it enough that you'll have toichen uh, and you'll have information and you'll have things to work. The main thing is you work yourself. The main thing is not that I dictate to you Purim, but I give you things to work on and to think about. The second thing is we have a vad on Megillus Esther at 3.05. Last week I did it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe this week I'll do it more. I usually learn with someone else on Sunday and Thursday. I have to talk to that person and see if I can make it more this week. But I think that's very important that you understand from the Megillah itself. And again, the Megillah is complicated because there are many, many Mepharshim. And it's, if a person sits down to learn Megillah, it becomes overwhelming. Unless you have ten hours a day to spend on which I know you don't have so I don't have 10 hours either but every year I learned a little so all those little learnings together I tried to put something together for you that will walk you through the Megillah okay so I think if you 
use the opportunity in the next week and a half when you come into Chag Purim, it's going to be a different mindset. It's going to be a different aliyah. That's what I feel. Okay, so I'm going to just give you a little bit today. I don't know if I'll cover everything on the papers. There's quite a bit over here. But it'll give you something to work with. Okay? Good? So I start off over here. It's really a mimer from Rabbi Isaac Sheh. In the Sefer Leket Sichas Musa, in the third volume, when he talks about Purim. I'm not going into this whole mimer, but he does bring down a medrash, medrash tanchumba, an unbelievable medrash tanchumba, which I thought is a very deep thing. So medrash tanchumba basically explains, uh, based on a posseg, alti yu kesus kefered ein hoven, don't be like a sus and a pered who has no havana. It applies that posseg, to not being able to be mafkin between Russia and Russia. If you can't see the difference between Edom and Amalek, it means that you're lacking Havona. That means you see from Chazal that there is an Akuda that we have to understand the Chiluk between the different nations that we deal with. And why is it so important? Because the Yisraelat Varim is that every single nation that we have an interaction with serves for us a test in order for us to grow in a specific way. And if we don't truly comprehend the oimik of what each nation is about, we won't be able to work on it. That means the nations don't come into the room and start spewing their shitas and hashkofa. It's, it's camouflaged in the culture, in the vibes, in the mahalach. So you have to be able to read into that and see what type of influence they're trying to have on us. So you have to understand that. It's a very deep point. I also quote over here, if you also want to see the Arichas of the Indian, very deep mimer in the Sefer Pachad Yitzchak, where he's masbeh, that there's a ma'areches called there's a, uh, a certain way, a test that we deal with, which is called the Dalad Malchias. That's one Mahalach. Where the Ikka from Dalad Malchias tries to take away from us the concept that we are Avde Hashem. It's a subject. You have to learn the subject. Because if you know that after Kalisa went out of Egypt, so the first thing that they became were Avde Hashem before they even knew what to do. Before the practical Avoidah. They became, they went out from being Avdei Paroi to becoming Avdei Hashem. Tikabel Malchusi, Vachakach Tikabel Gezeroi. So that means it's a thing in itself. He be an Eben Hashem. It's a sugya, you have to learn that. And the Dawid Malchis are trying to make you an Eben to them. To be Oike, the Indian of being an Eben Hashem. Then he says, this is Marechis of Zion Amamin, the seven nations. The seven nations weren't Meshabit, Klau Yisrael, but the seven nations didn't allow them to come into Eretz Yisrael because the Mokum Avoidah is in Eretz Yisrael. So they're trying to be Oike, the practical Avoidah. You have to see the whole Maharach over there. But the point is, is basically what's coming out is that we have to understand Ahasverish in the Maharachah, in the Maharachas of Dalit Malchis and Homon which is in the Mareches of Zayin Amini. 
two different approaches. And it's very important to focus on those two approaches. And then I go through to bring that out a little bit deeper. I want you to see it yourself. But the way I, I go to bring it out to you is based on a shtickle, a very deep shtickle Torah, very similar, the Yaris Dvash, the Malbim, and the Beis Alevi. Each one has their own nuance. I wrote the Mar Mokham, you can look it up. But they're basically dealing with a very fundamental, simple question in the Megillah. Simple, fundamental question. When you start the Megillah, in Paragimel, you see that Ahasuerus was well aware of what Haman's plans were. Well aware. And he gave him his ring. And he said, keep your money. He was very, very behind what Haman wanted to do to the Jews. Very behind it. And for Chazal, it's mashed that he was even more interested in it than, than Haman himself. That's the Gemara Megillah with the Tel and the Charit. The Marshal. And there's a tremendous amount of Mephorshim and Psukim and everything says that Ahasuerus was just as bad as Haman. He's Ochim Shel Roish. He's Ochim Shel Nebuchadnezzar. Chazal after Chazal. Clear. The Psukim are open. It's not nothing hidden over there. Yeah? Then you go a little further in the Megillah. Towards the end of the Megillah. In the second party that Esther makes Vachashverish. And she says, Ilun and Karnu, if it would have been sold, I would have been quiet. And what does Vachashverish say? Me, who's there? Who's this Russia? to do such a thing. He's open his mouth and lie straight to your face. It has your ring. You signed the king. Me, who's there? Simple question. Simple question. So they go into a mahalach, which I want you to learn yourself. Again, this is just opening up a sugya for you. And then you should be mechadish chadushim in your own sugya. But they open a sugya that really, Achashverosh, like I told you before, he is from the Malchis. Malchis is not looking to destroy people. Malchis is looking to control people. It's looking for people to accept your way of thinking. It's looking to have people serve the dos, the religion that you serve. And to oike the dos, not the life, the dos, the religion. Not to be an Eved Hashem, but to be Melech of Ahasuerus, be the Eved of Ahasuerus. Amde Ahasuerus, So they go into an Arichus that Homon scammed Ahasuerus. And he made it believe through all his Kitrugim on Klal how he made the presentation Le'abedam means to destroy their dust, not their lives. He made it more like he's going to make Ezer Shemad. Because having this religion that stands out and is different than everybody else and if they follow their religion, they can't truly be proper citizens. So we have to knock out the dust. That's the language of Ahasuerus, because it's from Dalit Malchis. Agav, if a person doesn't want to give up his dust, 
And he's a Mayur Bamalchus, who Agav died. Dai is not the Ikka. The Dos is the main thing. And they go, you have to see it inside. How Haman manipulated Achashverosh, and he really changed the degree, the decree, that the Ikka is to die. The Hashemir Laregala Abed is called Taf Benoshim, everybody Biyoyim Echon. That means, the point, you have to see the whole shtekel, but the point is, that they had two different agendas, Be'etzim. That Homon is an agenda of destroying Klal Yisrael, and Achashverosh is only the agenda to be Meshavidah. Which really goes into the deeper, behind the scene, of the Sudas Achashverosh, which I'll talk about in a second, because that's what she tossed on, of, of, of Achashverosh, which I'll talk about in a second. So, the Gemara says that if the Jewish people stray away from the Torah, Hashem will send a Melech Shigzeroys of Kosher Kahom. That means the Homon's Gezeris is the Gezeris that brings Tshuva. But it wasn't the agenda of Achashverish. I mean, look at the Amkis here. I'm giving you a sugya to work on. Achashverish is the Mahalach to bring you to Chet. The Chet is Achashverish. Achashverish is Mahalach of being Ma'arim. The Jews and the non-Jews into one is the Chet. The vehicle of Tshuva the Gzair of Homer. So you see how two different agendas come together, but put together. One, the Melech and his Mahalach, and what he wanted was to destroy a, a Jewish nation from being Avdei Hashem. And that's where they fell. The Gzair to bring them to do Tshuva of Lahashmik, that's a Gzair, Homer Gzair. That's not a Melech Gzair. A Melech would never make such a Gzair. The Maharal talks about that. Melech, ain't Melech Beloyam. Melechs don't kill Am. Melech wants Am. The Gzair is not a Melech Gzair. That's a Koshikahomon Gzair. But the Koshikahomon Gzair is what makes the Tshuva. Tassurus Atabas makes the Tshuva. So you see, Mamish the Yad Hashem there. You see the Yad Hashem because the only thing that's going to move them to do tshuva, which is a shmuz in itself, but the Asuras and Tabas and the Xeris Koshik Ahomon is the only thing that's going to move them to do tshuva. But how are you going to have them have such a thing that someone's going to move them to do tshuva like that if it's coming from Malchis? Malchis doesn't make that stuff. So the fact that Homan was able to come in and manipulate and change and pull a move on Achashverosh, that's Yad Hashem, you know? Right in your face, that's Yad Hashem. Which takes us to the sugya of the Sudas Achashverosh. Sudas Achashverosh is a very deep point. Achashverosh is the Melech. In Melech Beloyam. Achashverosh wants the Am. But he wants the Am to be Mechabal his Dos. That's what he wants. So the point of the Suda, which we'll go in later today, if you come to the Vad, not today, I'll see if we can do it today, but tomorrow, we're going to go into the Mahalach of the, of the Nesivas, the Megillah Storm. Hey, Mabish learns this up in the Pesukim. But the point is, Achashverosh had an agenda. The agenda of Achashverosh was to be able to break down that Havdolah between Jews and non-Jews. That's what Chazal said, they were punished because they were Nenem Mesudah. 
Nene Lavdafka means that they were, did an Avera. The other Midrasha, Mashmar, Niskalkalu. I don't know what Niskalkalu means. But some, uh, the Loshan from the Gemara is Mashmar, Nene. Nene Mesutas Akashvesh. Akashvesh had a plan, and that was to bring the Kiruv Das between the Jews and the non-Jews through the, this, this Mishnah, which is something that needs to be studied. Because the key component to the point that breaks down what we're all about and what they're all about is all built around Taiva. Taiva is the key point. So we need to study that because that's the world we live in. The identity, the wear down the identity, that's through Taiva. And even in the ones that hold the Skalkalu, the Shoyrish of all Chatoyim, Sharm says, the Shoyrish from all Chatoyim is Taiva. Now, I just want to bring out one point. Again, I don't want to expound on all these things. I want you to learn yourself. But I'm trying to give you a little bit of a derech here. That the Megillah has to be Halacha Lemaisa. There's no point of learning the Megillah if it's not Halacha Lemaisa. You have to see Homon and Amolek and, and Achashverish and Poros. You have to see it in your world. Otherwise, what's the point of learning the Megillah? The point of learning the Megillah is that you have to bring it to your world. Okay, that's Rabbi Ruchum. He says that the, the halacha is that when you finish the Megillah, you say, What's the point of making that maskana? That means you have to come out with some maskana there. The point is to learn it. I just want to bring out one daher, and I think it's a very important daher. And I saw a little bit in Reb Chatzkel. They came out now with Reb Chatzkel on Megillah. So he touches this point, but I think this is mamish, an unbelievable thing in the our world today. So what is it by the party is the Spitz Taiva. That is like the pinnacle of what Oilam Haz is about. Correct? That had every single Taiva, Shaykh and Metzius was there. Every single one. All the senses of a human being. Maybe they didn't have music, that's a Machlaikas. But every of the senses of the human being was to the max. And Taiva's moment and everything you want was there. Okay? Now it says in the party something very interesting, deep point. It says that Hashverish wants to do Lasois Ketsoin Ish Voish. Lasois Ketsoin Ish Voish. And that's a very deep point that Rabchatzkel is touching on. <clears throat> that means in the world of Taiva, the spitz of Taiva is, I don't break my rotsen for nothing. Everything revolves around my rotsen. My needs, what I want, I don't break myself for anything. That's the most anti-Jewish thing you can ever have in your life. If a person can't make Shmiris Harotan, he says Shmiris Harotan is a mitzvah gedol and it's the vehicle by which to bring you to Chai Olam The key component of the Nafkemino between the way of the Torah and the way of the world is, the way of the world is And this tumor we see today, not Shaykh Abetzias, how we see this tumor today. Today, the tumor is The whole technology is built around Kids today will grow only like the way I want. You see that? Clear. If you're in the world of Chinuch, where you have children, you will see this clear. 
I want to snipe and I want to grow exactly on my terms. This is who I am. Accept me for who I am. And I don't think it's such a bad level. And this is my level. And this is what I'm at. And I want to learn. And I want to have an iPhone. And this is me. And you, the yeshiva, the parents, lasois, kitsoin, ish, voish. Change. Do it on my terms. Grow the way I think is the best thing for you to grow. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. That's the tumor. The tumor of lasois, kitsoin, ish, voish. That's a tumor of degeneration. That's a tumor of poras is right now back yard. It's there. The taiva, if it feels good, do it. It's all that counts. If it feels good, then you're entitled to it. That's it. If it's gishmak, I deserve it. I deserve it and I want it. I have to be religious. I'll figure it out. Teach you how to do it. I got my mahalach. And it's lasas kitzoyin yishvish. That is what's happening now. Not in Persia a few thousand years ago, it happened there too. But it's happening here too. And then you'll see how Amalek, the Lord Yare Elohim, the Chisar and the Imune, which we have to talk about all these things. The Lord Yare Elohim, you see what Lord Yare Elohim does to people. And you see it today, like you never saw it before. I want to show you just one small thing, okay? Haman, he's got a problem. He loves kavod. Yes? The man loves kavod. And he wants every person to bow down to him. Now, one Jew doesn't. Okay? One rusty guy. One rabbi. Doesn't bow down to him. He says, I can't live. If I'm not having, he's a perfectionist in covenant. He's a perfectionist in covenant. If it's not perfect, it ain't nothing. Okay, that's perfectionism. If it's not perfect, it's nothing. He's a perfectionist in covenant. Okay, fine, say that. No problem. So what do you do? Kill the guy. Kill him. He doesn't give you covenant. Kill him. That's bad enough. What does that mean? What's the problem? Because you know why? If he kills him, then what's everybody going to say? Oh, one guy didn't give you covered, you get so bent out of shape, you kill the guy. So it comes out of bazillion. You're looking for covered. So from covered comes out of bazillion. This is a daher from Isaac's shape, by the way. So, so you kill a guy, because it's going to come out less covered. So you know what you do? You make a Jewish problem. We have a Jewish problem, and then we exterminate a whole nation. Okay? That was his daher. Now I'm taking it further. How can you be such a mushchitz? For the guy didn't give you a little covenant, you'll exterminate men, women, and children, mass genocide. Because what guy didn't give you covenant? And you're afraid of that if you take revenge on him, you're going to get a bizarre? That's Loyare Elohim. Loyare Elohim, which is a sugi we're going to talk about, is really Rabbi Chonan's part, by Avram Avinu, where he said that he didn't, ach, We'll talk about it. But without Yilat Shamayim, a person can come to their biggest hashchosa 
Shaykh, because my agenda, it's very similar to what I told you last session, my agenda, whatever the reason why I have my agenda, I'll take them all down. Everybody is a pawn in my world. That's the world without Yerat Shalom. And that today, everywhere. Everywhere. You, I don't have to go into examples. This is Yadua. Golo is the Yadua. Everybody is a pawn in my agenda. If you're going to sell suit to my agenda, I take care of you. I take care of you like a king sometimes. But if you don't sell suit to my agenda, then I'll kill you. You're disposable. And sometimes we see that people do that to their own children. So I'm not going to go into that. That's a certain thing that's going on. People will destroy their marriages, their kids, anything in the way of the agenda. If there's no Yerat Shamayim, then the agenda is the only thing that counts. We have to learn Musa from here. Achashverish, the Mr. Lazarus, Ketsoyim, Ish, that's also an agenda. He forced his wife, you know, me, do a his own wife, No, 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 no. If she doesn't do my Ratsan, she's dead. That's what you have to learn from that Megillah. That's a world. You can find all this stuff in the Megillah in your world. And you don't even have to look too far. It's all over. So if you don't finish a Megillah, and you don't say to yourself, I better get some Yerushalayim in my bones. Well, I better start learning some Musa. You're in trouble. Big trouble. Because this is the loneliness of man. It's a very low place to be. And a person has to work on himself. Chayav. Chayav Adam. So this is some of the things that I think we should think about. And understand. I wrote all these marmakaymas on the paper. You can look them all up yourself. Expound on it. Build it. See it. Daherit. Daherit in your world. And grow from it. And that's a starting point. We'll stop over here.